Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. By the way, everybody, the food inspector's coming on Tuesday. I hope everyone washes their hands. Blam, blam! Go, ready to go aboard, governor. Yeah, that, that was, those were gunshots. He killed them. This is why America is dying. Money, you fucking stab a bitch, right? You sit down, you pull down your pants, you pull out your f- Oh, well, uh, uh, hey there, uh, Mr. Homeless Man. The U.S. Border Patrol killed a toddler. For, I think they died of dehydration. That's pretty oh, cool. Oh, hell yeah. Guatemalan toddler. I love it when Guatemalan toddlers die. Yeah. That's the best. Oh, my God. Uh, fuck. Oh, oh no. Yeah, it sounds like Trump's not getting his government shut down as a result of lack of border wall funding. That's pretty cool. Wait, they're going to fund his border wall? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <I> <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, he was planning on using taxpayer dollars to fund that shit. Wait, I know, but I know it was going to get shut down. Wait, yeah. what? I haven't been keeping up with the update. He, What's the update? He wanted, uh, so he he wanted the the uh, Congress to fund the border wall yeah. package, which right. cost about five billion dollars, and he's right. threatened that uh, if we we don't make some kind of uh, we if if the the Democratic if the Democrats don't uh, concede to what he would like them to do, then he will shut down the government on Friday. Or at least you know, do yeah. a small government shutdown, the third Trump government shutdown. Yeah. Yeah, he's just being a dick and throwing it later oh, on yeah. again as usual. So, uh, yeah, instead of making uh, Mexico pay for the dumbass border wall that's going to cost $5 billion – going to try to make american taxpayers pay for it uh we're all obviously like that's fucking dumb like that's a waste of money dude why the hell are you doing that yeah but no you know fuck it you know history doesn't tell us anything about the way border walls actually work you know because china totally defeated the mongols the berlin wall worked (laughs) out real well like you know fuck it fuck it Let's do another. Let's get another one. I can't think of any right offhand, but those are the two that are mine no. right off. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't work. It's they didn't great. work at all. It's just like something about those impassable objects that people are really good at just passing. People are like nasty, like you know, Agent Smith, in the first Matrix movie, when he's explaining to Morpheus about like the way that humans are. They're fucking virus, like. They will get through anything. They will infect everything. You can't. Yeah. You can't hold them back, no matter what. Yeah. That's insinuating that these immigrants are in any way, shape, or form a virus. A virus or a disease that needs to be wiped out with a vaccination. <laughs> Especially if they have a respiratory infection. Yeah. Oh, jeez. You just be yeah, recording this so, shit. This is good. This is good stuff, Jimmy. <laughs> um, it is being recorded, I believe. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> I uh collateral so, for whatever I run for office later. So what I think is really depressing about the uh the toddler on top of like other things is it's like so from Guatemala to where they were in Dilly, Texas, it's like fourteen hundred miles. Yeah. 
So like they were able to travel, I'm assuming on foot. I mean, maybe it wasn't. I'm assuming if you're poor enough to want to be a refugee in the United States, you're probably doing a lot of walking or like hopping in buses and stuff like that. You probably don't own a car. And so they were able to, you know, like trek through all of Mexico because Guatemala is like the first country you hit below Mexico, pretty much. Get through all of Mexico, get to Texas, not have their like toddler die. And then they become into custody of the richest country in the world, and they fucking kill it. And they kill it. It's just like, how do you do that? It was like, she wasn't sick before she entered the facility, and then, oh no, she developed a respiratory infection. Yeah, illegally crossed, but were detained. No indication Marie was sick when she entered the facility, but she soon developed a respiratory infection. It's just like, really, United States? You can't fucking keep a toddler from dying? So it says that she was inadequately treated for nearly two weeks now part of me wants to say like that inadequately is perhaps is n- n- oddly used there like of course they're insinuating that yasmin was was uh like treated improperly right like or not at all right exactly inadequately meaning not enough Right. Like you could have done more to save the child, but you didn't do enough. And she died as a result of the inadequate treatment. Mm -hmm. But what if they treated her just fine? Maybe they they mistreated her. Maybe they 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 guessed incorrectly about, you know, what type of, uh, you know, medical record she had because she probably didn't have any at that point. Right. She's very young, as well as the fact that she's technically an illegal immigrant. So like how. How do you go about treating someone like that? I wouldn't. I wouldn't personally want to be in that doctor's shoes, right? Uh, and namely, one because I don't want to treat children because I feel like there's way too much on the line when you're treating well, kids. We have we have a statement from from Doctor Mark Stern, who's a formal healthcare consultant for the Department of Homeland Security. So you think of like anyone's like a soulless like. Like rat-fanged asshole would be this guy, and here's a statement. He, and he's investigated a lot of these things, and he says that people are needlessly dying in a broken system. I'm not surprised that people are dying. Stern told ABC News, "It is preventable." <laughs> I like it. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man, that's great. This is Dr. Mark Stern. Yeah. Needlessly dying, broken system, preventable. So you have it from if anyone's going to be knowledgeable about the situation of like who's like specialized in these specific cases and has investigated it and, you know, could totally be one of those people. that's just like we're doing the best we can with the resources we have. Right. Instead, he's just like, this is this is how it is. He's just laying out the fucking facts. After all the ugly things I lived in Guatemala, I had so many dreams for her, so many expectations. Who's saying that? It says she's... That's her mom. Okay. So many expectations. Of course you did. Like, it's your child. You'd be a terrible parent if you didn't have expectations for your child. God damn it. God damn it. Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> it's like, not to, not to like, be like, oh, yeah, you're bleeding hard. But, like, all, all parents have dreams for their child. Like, ugh. It's sad that this happened as a result of fucking ICE. I, uh, I feel like we're just going to end up talking about immigration reform again, Jimmy. 
course we are. Great. Isn't that what everyone wants to hear about? I, I, I really I really honestly wish that there were no borders whatsoever and that people could just like freely travel in between countries without any type of like what what are what is the what's the problem with that? Why shouldn't people be able to do that? Honestly, open borders would not bother me in the least. Okay, open borders wouldn't bother me either. But 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 I don't want to pay taxes either, and I don't want to have a standing military, and I don't want all of these like these social systems that are taking a third of my paycheck to produce. Like I, I don't I want all the other people that are gonna benefit by those types of things to also pay those kinds of things. Like I understand that they're just kinda of like floating about willy nilly. Well I mean, that's good like, too. Okay. So even if they're floating about willy-nilly, if they own a home, if they can like get enough capital to own a home, they're going to pay property taxes, whether they want to or not. Yeah. And if they have taxes. a job, yeah, they'll pay sales taxes. If they have a job, they'll pay you know the same taxes that you do of like a third-year paycheck. If they're being paid under the table, yeah. they won't be being paid taxes on that. But they're being paid under the table, they'll probably also be making like five dollars an hour right. doing shitty jobs that you wouldn't want to do anyways, yeah. like working in a field. Yeah. Or be busing at some restaurant, and so it's like, well, this asshole's not paying his fucking percentage. Like, yeah, well, that asshole wouldn't be able to pay any of his sales taxes or other taxes because the system's broken and is paying him literal garbage. He's basically slave labor at that point. Good, um, good point. I like it. So yeah, honestly, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me. People be like, oh, well, I don't want my. It's like they they are if they even if they're just living here, like even if they don't want to, you can't avoid taxes in the United States of America. They're everywhere. Yeah, you're right, Jimmy. You're totally right, man. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, what is it? Just is it a way to like establish control over your citizens? Like you're just trying to like compartmentalize via political lines, so you can make sure people are doing what you want them to do and live their their sheepish little lives, so that they continue to fund your your death machine. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I really don't. Just know. Throw them in the fucking really... grinder, man, and they get ground up and they make you little Trump burgers and you. Little Trump burgers, and they give you orange little haircut, and grows out all over the top of your head, and it's like wispy. It's wispy as fuck. You try to comb it. You try to comb it to cover your head, but it does. It doesn't go. It doesn't cover up the top of your head. Like, is that what happens when you eat a Trump burger? You eat a Trump burger. It's all over. Yeah. Point, man. Like, as as much as I hate Trump, you know, we all hate Trump. Like, he sucks. Like. You, you know, the only thing that's really different from Trump's, like, Border Patrol and anyone else is the fact they wants to build a border wall, right? Like, Obama, like, people that were familiar with his policies towards immigrants, like, referred to him as the deporter-in-chief. Like, more immigrants <laughs> were deported under under Obama than any other previous presidency, and even still more than Trump. That being said, Trump hasn't been in office for eight years, so, I mean, Trump could beat that. But up until then, like, I mean, he did not have a liberal minded approach when it came to border control whatsoever. You know what? Let's give him a shot. Uh, I think every president from now on just deserves eight years regardless. <laughs> regardless, yeah. just don't even bother voting and you just get eight years. Fuck it. You know, Double turn. It, honestly, this is going to sound really fucked up. Mm -hmm. 
But on some level, that might be better if you knew you're just going to get eight years, because this is what happens is that presidents like don't are basically already aiming for their next election after their first four yeah. years. And then usually they they start implementing policy air quotes that they actually wanted to pass after their second presidency because they realize they can't get elected again. Yeah. And so, like, the first four years are just, like, vying for power to hopefully get elected again a second time. We just want those lame ducks, man. Uh, that's what it's all about. You just, like, well, I don't know. I, I say it's like, hey, we just want these lame ducks. But even so, uh, like, look at Supreme Court justices. Like, even. But forever. They, they, yeah, like, they, they're perpetually lame ducks, right? But. Uh, I don't know. Like, it, it, they seem like they still kind of like technically vote party lines. Like, oh yeah, they totally they vote a, party lines. They have allegiances, even though the way in which that office is designed is to alleviate any type of pressure that they could possibly yep. have from being embroiled yep. in dumb politics. But they still do. Yep. They they they're not. I mean, like, there's a couple of them. There's, and I, I don't want to name any names, but like, there's there's a there's a couple of Supreme Court justices that are. Back and forth, they'll, yeah, do, they'll I guess you could call them yeah. centrists, and you know, by and large, I think that they still are biased towards one end of the spectrum or the other. But who's not gonna be like if you if you get down to the nitty gritty and you, For you sure. nitpick each and everything that this person does, eventually you're gonna find oh, well, this person ends up voting this way more often than not. So you can yeah. label them as such, but. As long as they're kind of going back and forth and they're actually thinking through their decisions and they they kind of have a you know they they have variance in what they do mm-hmm. that's better right Yeah for sure you want you want you would you think you would if someone's like all one way or all another I guess you would think like are they really considering the issue or are they just like voting along party lines or whatever? I yeah, don't know. This is what I'm supposed to do. Like I was always taught to stand in line. So I'm going to stand in line until the, the fucking cows come home. Like it's dumb. Like think for yourself, yeah. like you're a Supreme court justice. Like quit mm-hmm. trying to like uphold. You could do whatever the fuck you want. You could like, you could go into a session every single day with your gown off or whatever you what do you call it? Right, and like a chicken costume. Yeah, going in a chicken costume. And I mean, you can make it classy. You can put a little collar around it, you know, because you have the right. collar. That's important. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, you could be a Supreme Court chicken. Supreme chicken. A, su- a Supreme Court duck. Because, <laughs> you know, like, like lame duck, you know? Um, you know like... Yeah. <laughs> Except ducks. Yeah, hey, something to be sad about, because this is cynic empowerment, of course. This is course. Yeah, ducks rape things. Ducks like rape each other. Oh yeah, and they have like corkscrew penises. Oh Jesus, do they? You, did you not know that? No, I thought that was pigs. No, yeah. So well, I might be pig. No, I know. I know pigs' tails are corkscrew. I don't know about their penises. <laughs> I'm about to look but duck penis. I don't. Want so yeah. So uh, <laughs> since ducks like are so rapey, like they have corkscrew dicks, and like so basically since they're so rapey, like. Uh, female ducks vaginas are built in like a counter corkscrew way with like fake dead ends inside their vagina so that way if like a male duck is trying to like rape them they can like try to like stop the male duck's dick from like getting to their the end zone right to like impregnate them so they can like somehow like try to i don't know 
Yeah. It's like a it's like a corn maze vagina. Yeah, you gotta you gotta find the right way. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I, there, the, the, you can there, you can look up images and stuff. It's insane. I I mean I do, but I don't. All right, I'm gonna do it. You know uh, what? Know what else? I don't know why we're talking about this, but you know what other animals are rapey? Holy fuck! Uh, <laughs> are you looking at it? Yeah. I. What the fuck? I know Mind equal blown, right? Okay, so there's this one for the discerning connoisseur. That's great. Uh, I see a, a like a corkscrew, like you know, you open wine with. It's got a little dot yeah. on top. I think that's classy. Yeah. Wait. Oh, you mean like oh, you could open like wine bottles? You, with? you open wine bottles with it. Oh, that is genius because you're basically using the. It's pretty great. Duck dick to open your wine bottle. It's pretty great. Oh, it's a tiny. Uh, it's a tiny little penis. Itty bitty little uh, penis. Okay, there's a duck. There's a duck having sex with another duck. That's a mallow duck. Okay, Jesus. Man, those those dicks are horrifying. Oh yeah, these duck, they're like alien dicks. These duck dicks are horrifying. So otters, do you know about otters? Um, what they like? They did they rape? They they're like interspecial rape, right? Oh uh, yeah. So like, well, no, be, well maybe I don't know about that. But what I do know, otters will do is so basically, if like a male otter is having sex with like a female otter. It's, it's, I don't know if traditional is the right word, but it's very common that the male otter will hold the female's otter-like head underwater and end up drowning her, you know, during coitus. And so you have, so a lot of like female otters die because they're too dumb to like go to land or something to have sex. And the male otters will just hold them underwater. It's pretty bad. Yeah, that's absolutely terrible. Like... What's worse than like being raped, but at the same time also being drowned? Hmm. I mean, I guess you could like you could rape something and also set it on fire. God, yeah, I guess. Hey, guess that's the coin flip there. Everybody, hey, are we like recording like real time? Like, are we? I mean, yeah, we've been recording this entire time. I'll, I don't know how I'm gonna mash this together, it's but. Fine. Everybody, check out our last episode because we talk about we talk about rapey stuff. And getting caught on fire too. So yeah, <laughs> I guess that's a shout out. Yeah, right. References and stuff. Oof, oof. Yes. So uh, I I heard a thing about dolphins too. Like oh yeah, they'll like fuck blowholes and stuff. Yeah, they have like and they have like a uh speaking of weird shaped penises, like they have like a hook shaped penis because, hmm. because they it like it like turns back toward them. Imagine like if like Okay, so all the guys that are listening to this will kind of understand. You have like, you have a boner that's like, you know, you're you're really ready to go, right? It kind of like yeah. tilts upward, right? Yeah. Dolphins do that, except it's like right up next to them. Like, okay, they're, uh, the human equivalent, their dick is touching their belly button. So it curls, it curls back that it much. It curls back that much. So they can rape stuff really hard. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean rape stuff really hard? How do they get it into anything if it's curled up into itself? Have you ever seen how fast dolphins can move? You just like, you like fly up next to something. I mean, you were talking about blowholes. <laughs> yeah. Where did you hear that? <laughs> I've read it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I read about it. I mean, it only really works if you watch it, right? I don't want to. What do you mean it only works if you watch it? I don't want to fucking look that up. 
Dolphins, uh, I heard this, like, it was a rumor that dolphins rape uh, baby seals or something like that. Mm, I could see that. That would make sense. Yeah. I mean, like, and because there's, like, such a size difference, like, it kills them. <laughs> yeah. Like, they that, just rape them to death. That's horrible. And it's disturbing. Well, I guess. Hey, you guys, uh, anybody that's looking for a metal man name, rape to death is probably available, right? It's. I haven't looked it up. I don't. There might be some like grunge band in. <laughs> yep. Rape to death. Oh no. Sounds pretty hardcore, man. Sounds horrible. Okay, so with all this in mind, what is the silver lining of animal rape? Of animal rape? Yeah. Ah, oh, jeez. Animals uh, are raping other animals. I mean, I guess it's like, okay, so go with me here. <laughs> uh, I'm going. Uh, evolution is a very interesting phenomenon. Yeah. And if you'll notice that the animal that is probably guilty of rape the majority of the time it occurs are probably humans. Only because there's so many of us. Uh, I think that that has a lot to do with it. You know, over the course of time, a large enough populace and sample size, you're going to Like, statistically, I bet you there's some animals that are worse about it, I bet. Oh, per capita? Yeah. Maybe, but... Like, like a percentage-wise, yeah. Yeah, but there are also, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you have, like, serial dolphin rapists. You know what I mean? Probably. I, you might. I mean, it's, it's very possible, but like humans live longer. They have a longer period of time in which they they are sexually active. So I think humans can rape longer and more intelligently than animals can. Define intelligently in the sense. As in like they can get away with it more times. Well, it's only because the police aren't testing the rape kits, as we talked about the previous episode. Yeah, check out our previous episode, everybody, where we learn how Indian police don't check rape kits. <laughs> no, Indian police just don't do their jobs at all and don't even – and American cops don't test rape kits. Yeah, like we make fun of like cops eating donuts and like not doing their job, just like sitting in their car whacking off, watching like how fast – People are going by with their dumb little radars. No, like they they seriously aren't doing shit. Like, look at these idiot guys. Like, they, yeah. what's what's a what's a more disgusting uh, like stereotype that we could attribute to Indian police? Wait, a disgusting stereotype? Yeah, I want to I want to start something right now. Like, what's, what's something what? gross? Like like donut eating motherfuckers, like fucking pigs, just like. Fat, out of shape, pieces of shit. I mean, that's like all the stuff we apply to our own cops. Like, if I was going to apply one, it would just be an Indian stereotype layered on top of like an American fat cop stereotype. But I don't know if I'm willing to do that. Yeah. Be like these chickpea eating assholes, fucking enjoying their non bread instead of, you know, doing their jobs. <laughs> no. Like, that's all I got. <laughs> It's, like it's not very interesting. Getting all fat on non. Yeah, which is delicious. And I, I would totally get fat on non if I had it around all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I like, I like donuts, too. Like, as a 
has a Western equivalent, I suppose. Oh, it's not equivalent. Donuts are way better. I gotta, I gotta be a little more. Than non? Than non? Yeah. Hell, what the, what the fuck? I fucking love donuts, man. When was the last time you had non? It's been a long time, but that's closer to a pita. Yeah, but like some cheese non, dude. Oh, so I'm sure cheese non's great, but how does that beat like like a warm cake donut? I'm a savory over a sweet person. That's probably why. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense then. Yep. Like if I was going to get like a chest tattoo, it would just be like that gothic font savory across my chest. Really? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine me, like, soaking wet 140 pounds with the gothic font savory over my nipples? Yep. Better hope you never go to prison. <laughs> Seriously. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you'd be... You'd, oh, God. You'd be fucked, literally. <laughs> yeah. That'd be bad. Yeah. No, it, it, yeah, it would not be consensual, so still on topic. Um, so, I guess my silver lining for uh, Animal Kingdom rape is that, you know, it just goes to show once again that uh, Mother Nature is a bitch and doesn't give a shit about anything, and even the birds and the bees have horrible, awful attributes that we don't want to replicate in human society. Yep. And that the whole point of being human is to try to uh, subvert these horrible, awful things we can, like, mentally train ourselves out of or convince yep. ourselves is wrong so we don't do them, which animals can't. You gotta rise above the uh, the natural inclination to rape shit. Yeah. You know what? Right. And also be like empathetic and all those other good attributes that animals don't have. I I believe in humanity. I believe in our listeners. Listener, I believe in you. I don't think that you need to go out and rape people, even though you might really want to do it. I think that you're better than the duck, the dolphin, the otter. All these animals that have such inclinations and follow through, I think you're better than them. You know, not just because we've evolved past that point, but because you're self-aware and you no longer desire... I, I, I take it back. You probably do desire at some point to rape something, but you don't do it because you know it's wrong. That's right. Or at the very least, don't want to go to jail but hopefully also <laughs> recognize that it's wrong it's not just because of that they just they know what's wrong you you don't want it to happen to you right that's right like just put yourself in somebody else's shoes and imagine that you don't want things in your orifices that you didn't intentionally want them to be there exactly boom like uh so you know like in the united like the western world we have like the golden rule like do unto others that you want to do to you yeah. right i i don't like that rule as much because there's certain things that you know like i would want people to know that i would want people to wait i'm trying to think how to phrase this there's certain things that i'm sure there's people out there that would want to have happen to them that i don't want done to me and like vice versa and stuff like that right yeah so there's there's like the silver rule which like comes from the east and it's it's basically like the inverse of like don't do to others that you wouldn't want done to you where basically it's like an anti-action thing instead of like actively trying to do these things of like oh i really wish that someone would buy me a um, a bouquet of flowers so I'm going to buy someone else a bouquet of flowers and you give it to someone like I didn't want fucking flowers why did you do this instead it's just like hey you don't you wouldn't want 
to be kicked in the nads, so don't kick people in the nads, right? It's like, you wouldn't want someone to cut you in traffic, so don't cut other people in traffic. Yeah. It's like, a, just don't, basically, just don't be a dick. Uh, that Those are, uh, yeah, and I think that should be the true golden rule. Like, don't. Yeah. Like, don't be a dick. As opposed to, like, focusing on doing good deeds, like, focus on just, like, not doing bad deeds, and you're probably better off. Yeah. I mean, that way you don't have to, like, in, engage in anything other than just leaving people the fuck alone. Yeah. Which is all I really want is to be left the fuck alone. Oh, man. Next time I feel like it's your responsibility to impose some kind of, like, ridiculous rule on somebody or go and rape them. Just, like, kind of the same thing. Just don't yep. do it. Don't do it. Just don't fucking do it. It's not cool. So, uh, we have an update. This is, uh, this is an oldie but goodie. So, one of our very first episodes, we talked about a woman who married a ghost pirate a 300 year old ghost pirate uh and he was like a haitian ghost pirate named jack something i can't jack teague i think it was jack teague, it was could jack be wrong. teague but like you know all pirates are named jack That's oh of course reason. yeah yeah blackbeard's yeah. name was jack i don't know bluebeard's name was jack mm-hmm uh, Jack the Jacker's name was Jack. Jack Sparrow um, from Pirates of the Caribbean. Caribbean. And, Caribbean. uh... Caribbean. Caribbean. And so, there's a, a, a recent news article saying that, uh, you know, uh, Amanda had to break it off with her ghost husband because they had a, mar- uh, had a wedding. They were married. And so, now... Uh, they, they've broken it off, and her her statement on this is, so I feel it's time to let everyone know that my marriage is over. I will explain it all in due course, but for now, all I want to say is to be very, and you have to say very like that because it's all in caps, careful when dabbling in spirituality. It's not something to mess with. Hmm. That's but all we have. Good words to live by. Um, you certainly shouldn't dabble in spirituality in general <laughs> just fuck it humans don't have souls like guess it's all like a way for we as human beings to understand the consciousness the the fact that like we are accidents and we're trying to make sense of our own existence like just fuck it oh man don't just don't 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 do it um, yeah. So yeah, spirituality. Uh, you think you think she's actually seeing stuff, or you think she's like full of shit? Oh, her! I think she's full of shit. She's just trying to get attention. Yeah, I think that's what's going on. Hmm. I I think it was, it's like they she like got a lot of attention whenever she had like the stupid ghost wedding. Uh, and like, was all these people wanting to interview her so they could have like a little snippet on their news site about this stupid lady? Yeah. Um, but now, but now, like, it's been like almost a year. Like, the news has like cooled off, and like, no one gives a shit about her anymore. And she's like, I want to be important again. Maybe if I tell people that I'm getting a divorce, then they'll care again. And guess what? They do care again because they posted this. And on the site that I'm looking at, it has over 300,000 shares. And that's only one news site. So imagine all the other news sites that have shares and clicks and 
links on it where they know they're getting attention to their news site. Sounds so, like, uh, uh, sounds like a lot of people want to see where this goes. Right. I mean, reality television <laughs> is king. Reality television is so king that we elected a reality television star to be our president because we just love reality television so fucking much. Yeah. So, yeah, people want to know. I mean, I kind of want to know only because we talked about it in previous episodes. But, you yeah. know, I want I want to keep the listeners informed. We got to keep them updated on this bullshit. Are people really so desperate? Yeah. That's still Absolutely. fucking dumb. Like, why? <sighs> We're looking for validation in our own lives by looking at other people that have lives that are shittier and or better to see what it's like. If they're shittier and we can watch their lives, then we can feel better about our own lives. Like, well, at least I didn't fuck up that bad. At least I didn't, don't, haven't been addicted to crack for 12 years and, you know, give birth at 14. Like, I've got, I've got way less problems than that person. Yeah. Or when we see people that have lives that are air quotes better than us like even though that they're air quotes better we can see like oh well you know even these rich assholes have problems yeah sure it's like really stupid petty problems of like oh becky doesn't want to go to my birthday party even though we've been friends forever because i fucked her boyfriend or whatever i don't know yeah i'm so sad (laughs) why doesn't anyone believe me i'm miserable yeah, I'm totally dating a ghost pirate. Yeah. So in this, we can, you know, feel better about ourselves. Like, well, I'm not crazy wacko. I'm normal. But, yeah. I got it all together. But you're dating a ghost. Uh, Where do you want to go next? All right. So I'll bring up this nine-year-old Alabama girl. Kills herself after racist taunts. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah, dude. Uh, fourth she sold grade. Dad yet? Uh, it's fourth grade. Ah, uh, damn it. Teased over a friendship with a white male classmate. That's pretty ridiculous. Who's, who started the teasing? Who do you... I mean, there's got to be, like, one racist asshole kid, right? I mean, they're in Alabama, so it's probably a lot of racist asshole kids, not to stereotype Alabama, but, you know... They're all about it. It is what I expect. Uh, tell you what... If uh, if I was not white, I would not want to live in Alabama. Um, I am white, and I don't want to live in Alabama, so there's that. Boom. I don't really want to live Got in Alabama em. either. Fuck Alabama. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a good place to live. But hey, you know, if we have any listeners in Alabama, thank you. Thank you for listening. You're the good ones. Well, we hope you are. If you've ever taunted a uh, nine-year-old girl to death, you are not a good person. No. Yes. Fuck you and your high and mighty horse. I think Birmingham, Alabama might be okay, but I think the rest of Alabama is just kind of like a no-fly zone. You just, like, don't want to drive through or, like, be anywhere near it. I think because on the the app for SoundCloud, you can, like, look up listeners, and I feel like I've seen listeners from Birmingham before on there. Really? So Birmingham's cool by me. All right. We'll accept you this time, Birmingham. So our next story is titled Nine-Year-Old Girl Kills Self After Racist Taunts from Class. So... Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, so this girl uh, was African-American, nine years old, mm-hmm. uh, and her name was Mackenzie Adams. So... Yeah. 
This happened uh, December 3rd, so not too long ago, uh, about 100 miles west of Montgomery. Uh, and uh, she was found by her grandmother. Is that right? I believe so. Uh, yeah. So she was being bullied by uh, what, what, what this article says. She was being bullied by the entire school, um, mm-hmm. which probably consists of a bunch of fucking assholes that want to make fun of a nine-year-old girl for uh, either being in a relationship or at the very least being friends with someone that has a different shade of skin color. Yeah. Based on the, the, the uh, taunts that the other classmates had for her, it, it, it seems to insinuate that, that she wasn't fitting into the mold, I guess, that the school had of uh, living segregated uh, with your classmates, and so she was bullied because of that. So they would say things like, you think you're white because you ride with that white boy, um, but also just like basic other taunts that I can't, like I have a hard time imagining nine-year-olds saying, but at the same time, like the children are vicious monsters. So I can totally see them saying, so I also said things like kill yourself. You're ugly black bitch. Just die. So why are nine-year-olds saying this? Uh, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> like maybe they have parents that have like instilled, this other like mentality of like the other where they like maybe they're driving down the road and they're like i don't know older brother or older siblings or parents like say similar things about african-americans while driving passively and they think this is like an okay thing to do like i don't fucking know no jimmy it's just natural you know oh yeah like kids just naturally learn these words they're just they know it's not meant to be, you know, like you can't, you can't have the different species intermingling with each other. Well, we're all the same species. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know where I'm going with that. Like, I, don't I know. Any, I don't I don't have any good jokes because it's really hard to make jokes when there's a, when there's dead nine year olds all over the place. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I really, I'm kind of lost for words on this one. Uh, well, while you're at a loss for words, what's the silver line in here, Jimmy? Are we already there? We're not going to talk anymore. I don't know. <laughs> Is there anything else to talk about? Um, yeah, God I don't know. Opening it's... great doors for justice for my niece. That's what uh, that's what her aunt said. Yeah, so I mean, I guess that's her silver lining for the situation. I mean, you'd obviously need to try to find some way to cope with it. I mean, like I, I mean, I have a hard time imagining coping with something like this. Like I have a, a family friend growing up who had a sister who committed suicide when we were in middle school, and so I mean that's equally hard to cope with and believe. At the same time, it's like somehow even harder to imagine like a nine-year-old who's like in uh elementary school doing something like that like yeah i mean you gotta imagine the kid is pretty fucking sad to think that this is what they needed to do to escape their situation i think it's really pathetic that the school you know the school had to know this kind of stuff was happening right like there's no way that they uh they didn't know that this was happening um 
I guess it's kind of one of those things of like, oh, well, you know, Apple didn't fall from the tree. You know, it's the only things can do. We don't have anything in our rule book here to say we have a punishment for being a racist little piece of fuck that deserves to, like, be dropped off a fucking bridge. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, well, the kids are saying racist things, but we don't have a punishment for that. I mean, if you come to school dressed as, uh, uh, <laughs> the shooters from Columbine, we can, like, you know, ban you from the school. But if you're not, if you're not dressed up as that, or, uh, I don't know. Uh, like, you think there should be, like, some repercussion of, like, oh, well, your, your kid's, like, a racist little fucking asshole and is literally terrorizing, like, other children to death. Like, you're not allowed to come here anymore. Like, educate your children at, at home. They're not allowed to interact with other human beings. They're not fit for society. But then they're going to... It's just going to, like, concentrate itself. They already are, though. They already are. They're literally making black schoolgirls kill themselves, like, remove them from the situation and let them be their fucking little Nazi fucking uh, so camp. It, like, uh, it I, beat like, me to the punch. I was going to be like, let's put them in a little camp out spot and all of them will stay together in the same little bunk beds. And then you make them do work together, you know, like, cause there's work to be done. <laughs> but you put a fence around them because you you don't want you don't want wild animals getting in you know you don't want you don't want any, like a bear to come and get them so you just you help them camp out because that's what they want in the first place <laughs> let's just round up all the fucking racist people and put them in a concentration camp it's like an inverse concentration camp like normally concentration camps are for like racist majorities to like yeah to lock up like minority groups that they're fearful of and instead we'll yeah it's exactly <laughs> take all the people that are fearful and put them in their own special yeah yeah well wouldn't that kind of like justify what they were thinking the whole time though <laughs> like you know like, what it totally would like, but the fucking like yeah insert minority group name here people are taking yeah. over like like yeah they definitely are <laughs> here you go yeah boom <laughs> it's like if the jewish people in in world war ii had been like oh yeah like the the, the germans are taking over man like they're definitely gonna put us in a concentration camp soon what's the silver lining here jimmy uh, I want to talk about it some more because it's so fucking sad. So, okay, tell us about it. I don't know. I've actually, I think I've said everything there is to be said. Um, There's nothing else to be said about this. I know it's just, it's it's irrevocably sad at so many levels. I mean, because like suicide, which we haven't really talked about, just in passing and other things, is like it's like sad in itself that anyone would try to uh, fix your situation with a permanent solution, which is suicide. That so you know it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Which said the uh, great Robin Williams, um, which is ironic because he committed suicide. And uh, I don't know, it's just so sad that this child like saw the no way out of her situation and was like bullied so much in school and was so miserable that saw she saw that this was like the only way she could escape her situation. Well, when you say something like uh, it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. I think that uh, the the notion that or the takeaway from a comment like that 
is that yeah. the permanence of, of your choice is to kind of help you be a little more hesitant towards making that choice. Yeah. But really, like, everything in our life is temporary. Like, Oh, yeah, of course, including life absolutely, absolutely everything. It was like the only thing that is ultimately going to be permanent is when you are no longer going to uh, be conscious of what's going on anyways. So not not in any way, shape, or form encouraging our listeners to commit suicide. Yeah. Uh, but you know it's it's all temporary, and right. I think that should be more of a more solace than anything else. Yeah. Uh, you know, just as Robin Williams said, like temporary problems, it's all temporary. Like you give it enough time, sure. and then that time will heal all those wounds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And it's like. I don't know if this is good advice or not, and I find a little bit of comfort in this, which I don't know if just, like, shows that I'm, like, a mentally deficient human being or if I have weird coping mechanisms, but it's, like, like we had stated earlier, we're all going to die no matter what. There's no... So, since we're all going to die no matter what we do, there's no reason to rush to that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like, it's going yeah. to happen on a long enough timeline, so there's no point making it happening earlier than it needs to. Sure. So. It's not, it's not, and that's definitely not, like, some kind of, like, warm, fuzzy, like, comforting advice. It's a little sad. It's like, I'm going to die. But it's like, well, you're going to die anyway. It's like, don't, you don't need to rush it, man. Right. There's, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, there's a lot of unforeseen circumstances that are going to occur in your life. Some of them good, some of them bad. Yep. Um, I mean, hell, like it could even be like the majority of them bad, but there's always going to be those little glimmer of hope. It, yeah. it, the little, little twinkle in your life uh, that you can look forward to. And it's for the discerning human being to be able to pluck those out of dismal circumstances uh, and, recognize that your life is something that is abnormally and just like unusually spectacular. Yeah. Like, you know, think about all of the things that had to come together in order to make you as an individual happen. Yeah. Uh, and like, not just being like, Oh, you know, your mommy and your daddy had to love each other very much. Like, no, fuck that. Like, I mean, <laughs> think on it on a huge scale. Like what, what, what was the likelihood that the universe was going to be able to spontaneously create something conscious? Yeah. Like, it's an astronomical odd. <laughs> like it's very, very low. Oh yeah. Uh, that, yeah. That could also sustain life, you know? Yeah. With the yeah. extra layer of consciousness on top of that. It's insane. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. So like you being the greatest miracle that could have ever occurred. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, that in and of itself, it's like, sure, we're going to feel bad sometimes. Like, that's what our podcast is about. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, one day we might, we might go into a little more depth, uh, in, uh, into mental illness or maybe even, uh, you know, suicide, but, um, you know, in, until then, like, you know, recognize that, uh, you as a human being is a pretty spectacular thing. Exactly. And, and that whole uh, gooey, feel-goody rant Tim and I just had is why the scenario uh, is so fucking sad where a nine-year-old took their own life because, yep. uh, you know, the, 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 
the statistics that they would have existed in the first place are incredibly low, and and now yeah. we'll like never know like all the things that they could have been and were done and were yep. seen and they were experienced. And so, um, silver lining. Uh, well, her aunt thinks that doors of justice are opening. I don't. I don't think that that's the way that we should necessarily look at that. Like, it's great that attention's being brought to this issue. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Like, I, I feel as though, like, ever since I was young, uh, I mean, which I mean, I'm still a pretty young person, but when I was in grade school, uh, the, the the theme of anti-bullying and preventing any child from ever being uh, hazed was very prominent while I was growing up. Uh, yeah. it, it doesn't seem to have necessarily changed that much. I don't. I don't think that you could take that out of uh, uh, of the propensity that many humans have to just be cruel to one another. Yeah, uh, which is just an unfortunate way of life like you can you can try to de-incentivize it all the time but if somebody wants to do a certain thing and they want to do it hard enough or they think that it's not wrong i think it's probably the biggest thing right like yeah. they, they just they think it's okay to be able to tease someone as long as that person is a different color than you are it's totally okay or what have you i don't know this is ridiculous i don't know Oh, I don't have a silver lining for this one, man. Um, <laughs> doesn't have to live in Alabama anymore. Zing, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they're... Bring attention to it. You know, suicide awareness is always good. It's a thing. Um, hope... To, yeah. I. Yeah, nope. It's fucked. It's fucked. Yep, that's all I got. It's fucked. Jeez, uh, apparently a lot of the administrators are naysaying the fact that bullying played an issue. Are you issue. fucking with me? Yeah, like no. some nine-year-old girl just decided, like, oh, I'm just going to fucking kill myself for no fucking reason. I'm nine fucking years old. That's great. Yeah. Great. Ugh. You're like, oh, well, we're having such a hard time finding a silver lining. I'm Tim. I'm going to go clickety-click and Google real quick to see if I can find some positive. Nope, more negative. Yeah. Well, aren't you all glad that we do these things so you don't... Yeah, aren't you glad? Aren't you glad you, you stopped by to listen today? You know, um, you know, some things are just irrevocably bad, or irrevocably horrible, and uh, Tim and I can't be expected to always come with something happy. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to have to, like, pick yourself you up gotta by your own pick yourself by your own bootstraps. This is America, after all. If you don't have bootstraps, then you bought the wrong boots. Do you want to do you want to talk a little bit about um, Do you want to talk about John John Gray, the leader of the Relentless Church in Greenville, South Carolina? Ooh, sounds fun. All right. So, uh, what do you know about South Carolina? Have you ever been there? Uh, I've never been. I have never been. I, I know they have nice beaches. That's all I know. People in the Midwest go to South Carolina for their nice beaches because they're too fearful of New England beaches and people that talk differently than them. And also, they don't want to drive all the way to Florida. So they, they just go to South Carolina instead. That's It's just the straight shot yeah. over. You just like keep going. Keep going east. Keep going east until you hit yeah. water. And then you can't go any farther. So 
Time to beat really? you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know the same thing, uh, except for the fact that, like, a lot of North Carolinians, like, despise the Southern version. That's, of that's, only, that's what happens sure. whenever you, like, give two places the same name, right? They're going to, like, find a yeah. reason to hate each other. I mean, the same things with, like, West Virginia and Virginia, right? Like, if they had just given them different names, like, gave them their own names instead of, like, depicting based on geography to want to know that they probably wouldn't hate each other so much like if it was like carolina and bethany right like they probably wouldn't hate each other so yeah. fucking much i, I kind of like the name bethany i, I think that that uh, carolina one of the carolinas should change its name to there bethany. you go uh it sounds sounds wonderful uh but i don't know like i, I didn't necessarily have a whole lot of uh of a proclivity towards or against Greenville, South Carolina in particular, until I heard about Relentless Church. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like if you name your church Relentless, it kind of has like this rebellious kind of ring to it. Sounds fucking hardcore. Like, it sounds like it should have the same like font as like a tap out t-shirt. Relentless. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're like you're trying to like build up a militia in your backyard yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Like you got like your own little uh, you got like a an obstacle course. A bunch of guns laid out all over a table where you can like do like a quick fire simulation or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's all happened at Relentless Church, man. Yeah, I know. It, it's 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 definitely probably sounds way more hardcore than it actually is. Yeah, it's just true. And I mean, it really when you get down to it, they just want to play like spy. You know, they just want fancy cars so they can drive around all nice. Exactly. But then again, like if you're like driving around in a, a Lamborghini Urus, yeah. uh, you're not really flying under the radar. Everybody's going to be turning their head to look at what you're driving. That's true. It's like almost as if like if you were like a leader in a church <laughs> and you had a fucking Lambo pull up for Sunday morning, yeah. people might notice it. Yeah. They might be able to do a quick clickety-click Google search and be like, wow, my church leader just spent $200,000 on a fucking car. Wow. Maybe yeah. I should stop giving them my money. Yeah, how is that fucking possible? Like, who has that kind of money? I didn't think that my pastor did <laughs> until he started flaunting it around. <laughs> Well, I didn't see what would be wrong with that. We worked hard for this. We worked hard for this money by taking it from you. Yeah, I was like, what do you mean you worked hard for it? You're, you're working for the Lord. You said, right? you are look, you said you are working for the Lord, but now I feel like I'm working for you. And you have a Lambo, and I don't. <laughs> That's precisely what that is. Like, they're giving you all this money, and every third Sunday they have some type of sermon about tithing and making sure that you're giving 10% of your Remi income to Yeah, remind you that God wants you to be rich. He just wants you to give him all his money for give him all your money first and if yeah. He, yeah. God blesses those who he blesses. You're you're planting know, a seed, Tim. You're planting a seed. Every dollar you give to the church is a seed and that That's that right. seed's going to grow up into a money tree. And then all those money leaves are just going to land all over you. That's right. And then you're going to be able to take those money leaves and you're going to be able to spend yeah. them on a Lamborghini Urus. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, uh, you know, I, you know, people, 
religion's kind of like a penis, right? Like, it's okay to, like, have a penis, but it's, like, not okay to, like, shove it down other people's throats. And so, <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I thought you were going to be like, it's not okay to show it to people. I'm like, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate, too, I guess. <laughs> like, with that whole thing, like, I'm, you know, people, you know, worship whatever you want. Worship, you know, be Christian, like, be whatever. But, like, prosperity gospel, I think, is probably one of the most evil things to ever come out of, like, the West of just, like, the whole concept of, like, you're not giving to keep, like, the lights on in the church and you're not giving for Jesus. Like, you're you're literally giving money to this church because week, week, nudge, nudge, week, week, nudge, nudge, God wants you to be rich. And so it's, like, it's like a selfish giving. It's like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll give I'll give $100 because I really want God to give me 1000 It's like, what? <laughs> Thank you for the last sight. <laughs> Because they're a fucking tax-exempt business yeah. that yeah. doesn't answer to stockholders, that doesn't answer to the fucking government. They just do whatever they fucking yeah. want. God damn it. How did this happen? How did we get to this point? Think how much money we could be, like, taxing the shit out of these wealthy people. <laughs> and they're hiding it in their, their fucking church treasuries. Yeah, man. Yeah. I feel yeah. I feel like if a church is like like takes in a certain amount of income, it should be taxable. Like you know, if you're like some like really poor congregation, you got like fifty people, you're like renting out like some space in like a strip mall to do you know Sunday service once a week. It's like okay, fine. You don't have pay any taxes. So be it. You guys just want to be able to hang out and do your church. You're having a hard enough time keeping the lights on. Fine, but it's like. If you're able to buy like a fucking two hundred thousand dollar Lambo, then you should probably have to pay something, right? Like some of that should have to benefit the greater community. But you know, maybe I'm just biased. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like just anybody being able to buy a two hundred thousand dollar Lambo automatically uh, forces them into a certain bracket of people's where they have a little bit higher responsibility. Yeah. Like religious or not, like nobody should be buying a $200,000 Lamborghini not. and not expect to have to be in a higher tax bracket. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you completely, but we're, you know, both snowflakes. So what does it matter that we think? But speaking of Lambos, so I went to uh, Mammoth Cave this past weekend. And so it's, I can't even remember what fucking town it's in, but whatever town Mammoth Cave is in, lots of them. Mammoth Cave, yeah, is big. <laughs> it's a lot. Well, whichever one, like the you know, like the the main entrance, whatever tour thing. If you want like the national tour, or whatever thing, because the national park. It's so after when we left there, we're like we want to eat, so we we're like looking up like places to get food, right? And it has like your standard staples, like Wendy's and McDonald's and Sonic or whatever. And we're like, no, 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 we don't want that. And and we saw like this place that was the dog house. It's like some like locally owned hot dog joint, right? And we're like, okay, so we can eat Cracker Barrel, we can eat hot dogs from nowhere, Kentucky, and see what this experience is like. It's so for whatever reason we settled on the hot dogs. So we so we like drive up to like this wooden shack and the guy that runs it is like this morbidly obese dude with like four teeth. And, oh. Oh. like legitimately like four teeth like scattered about his face like two on the top and two on the bottom and then uh and he's pretty he's pretty old he's probably like in his like late 50s early 60s and then it was like 
uh, this other like equally old, like tall, skinny dude that was like the chef. And basically when we were eating there, this guy held us like conversationally captive for like the entire 30 minutes we were eating there. It's like that classic, like Southern hospitality, except for like, a couple more notches and not really wanting to let you talk and just having him tell you about his fucking life. It was just like, oh yeah, I used to run this one business and then that went down and then I did this other thing and then I did this one other thing and then I did this and that and that and this and this and that and then. And then he uh, was like talking <laughs> about his kid and he was like, yeah, my kid just bought a Lambo. I went with him to, you know, Georgia to buy a Lambo. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Like, stop. I, like, you never know, like, what people are telling the truth's not. He's like, yeah, I got a picture of it. Here, I'll show you. And so, sure enough, it was this, it was this fucking green Lambo. And I could be like, I, like, at first I was like, okay, you could just, like, find, like, a picture of, like, a Lambo, like, on the internet. Like, whatever. Like, why the fuck? Would like your kid have a Lambo? You own a hot dog stand in nowhere, Kentucky. But the fucking green ass like Lambo was in like his front lawn. Like you could see the fucking hot dog stand in the background <laughs> of the Lambo. L- Lambo. It couldn't be anything else <laughs> except for a Lambo. I'm like holy shit, <laughs> motherfucker oh, actually, actually has a Lambo. So I feel like that should be the one exception to the rule. Like I don't want to tax that guy any extra. Because if he actually spent all of his waking hours working at a hot dog stand in order to buy a Lamborghini, yeah. that's that's like the it's greatest, like the greatest story, story ever never told. Yeah, like can we can we please make a movie make out of that a movie guy? Movie out of hot dog stand Lambo man rags yeah, the riches. Like, I want to see that movie because I want to know how to do that. I want to do that exact same I, thing. Uh, <laughs> I could tell you the story of what he told me, but if I went into it now, uh, it'd be like an hour from now, so we can get into that after the podcast. If you guys want to learn more about Lambo Hot Dog Man, please message us. Otherwise, I'll probably will never bring him up again. Yeah. <laughs> it was, dude, it was horrible. It was horrible. Like, he, like just to talk about the food for a second, like, like he was like, oh, yeah, the best thing on the menu is called the Bulldog. Like, all, like, the food on the menu had, like, different dog names. And, like, so the bulldog, he's like, yeah, I invented him at myself. And, like, the guy's, like, morbidly obese. So he probably, like, is, like, had one too many of them as well. And, like, the bulldog was essentially just, like, like a run-of-the-mill, like, hot dog with run-of-the-mill, like, lunch meat roast beef on it. And then, like, Swiss cheese melted on top of it. That was it. Well, that didn't sound too I bad. mean, it was fine. It was very okay. But just to be like, I'm inventing it. Very it's my good. own creation. <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> Do you have a Lambo? <laughs> <laughs> totally original. As you can see, I have an owner's edition Lamborghini hat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Get us out of here, this please. My life's being, um, oh. Silver lining? To, to this guy who owned a yeah, Lamborghini? Church. The fact that there is a sliver of possibility that this guy could have earned it via noble means. Yeah, I guess. Like, it is it is very, very slightly possible that this guy just worked his ass off and saved. And like, everybody's, like, looking at John Gray, and he's like, man, he has been saving his money forever. He never goes right. out. He never does any. He's been eating packs of fucking ramen right. for years. Like his his 
his cholesterol and his blood pressure is ridiculously high from all the fucking ramen and nasty shit that he puts in his body because he doesn't have any money because he's saving it all. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Like, I don't know this dude. Like, you know, theoretically, he might, you know, be another hot dog man, right? He's been selling hot dogs for $4 a pop his entire life to try to get enough money to buy a Lambo. And, you know, if if the person, you know, who's acquired that money, who's to say how they can and can't spend it? This is America, right? That's like the whole fucking thing of like, you know, you can spend your money on whatever stupid bullshit you fucking want. Uh, do I think this is the case of this gentleman? Probably not. But maybe, you know, maybe he's like lives in like a hundred thousand dollar like mortgage home and only has one bedroom and his him and his spouse sleep on a fucking blow up bed. But for whatever reason, they spent all their money on a Lambo yeah. instead. I doubt that. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's pretty uncharacteristic for a miserly person to buy an exotic car. Yeah, exactly. Like just at all. Like at at some point in their life, like I don't know. Fuck it. Like if you are dedicated enough to the idea of saving money that you're able to do it throughout the course of your life, and then you know when you turn fifty or so, you just have like this sudden realization that you want a ridiculously expensive something and you just go it's called for a it. midlife crisis like, people uh, it, middle-aged yeah, exactly. white like, men have that all the time yeah it, it, you're supposed to like buy like a motorcycle or uh you know expensive car i mean i guess a lamborghini could fit the bill right exactly. it's possible but but even then it's like that's that's kind of weird like I, I feel like even like if you're if you're a relatively miserly person, you're still not going to no, do no. that. Even if you are yeah. having a midlife crisis. Yeah, Scrooge never buy that shit. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's tight as fuck. There's no way he's going to yeah. go for it. I don't know. This John Gray guy, he does not seem like the person who believes in modesty. Like he's going to go yeah, for it. Yeah, he's going to go all the way. And he's like, he's trying to interview. They're, they're asking him why he did it, and he's tearing up because he's talking about buying his wife something like, yeah i don't know i think this guy's full of shit i, I think he's a sappy yeah, piece he's, of fuck he's probably like got him. like some some like women on the side he's like trying to keep his wife happy and not divorce him so he doesn't lose his church and so he's like okay i'll buy you a lambo yeah. but please let me keep having this side chick please on my side yeah. piece so don't you say a thing and she's like oh i know you i know the type of person you are and unless exactly. you buy me a Lamborghini, I'm going to wreck your whole exactly. kid. All the sods going right down exactly. the drain. And the relentless church is going to fucking hunt you down, motherfucker. Yeah. Relentless. Relentlessly. They're going to relentlessly hunt you down. They're going to do it. <laughs> they don't stop ever. Because oh, that's what it means to be relentless. Yes. Um, uh, silver lining is that maybe, uh, the families that attend this church will realize they've been wasting their money on this asshole and will start spending more money on their kids, um, uh, save up for college education because it ain't cheap. Oh, hell yeah. Something to that effect. I think it's pretty great. I think Thanks, you nailed man. it. Killing it. Cause fuck this guy and his Lamborghinis. I mean, I, I guess it's also going to be a big surprise. Lamborghinis have like, uh, like a lot of maintenance issues, right? You can only get them fixed at these very particular yeah, locations. Yeah, I think there's like three locations in the United States where you can buy and or get them fixed. 
like three dealerships or some shit. Yeah. So got to be close by or willing to invest a whole lot of time and energy. Yeah. So because all the parts are like specialty made, so it's mm-hmm. not like you're going to be able to get them just anywhere. Yeah, you can't just trade that shit out. It's very specific. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim, I think it's that yes, time Tim. on our show. Well, we got to talk about the things that yeah, make us man, sad. Yeah, we got to talk about why we're sad and stuff. So why okay. you like sad and junk, man? All my sad and junk. Uh, so I started getting back into working out, uh, and uh, I'm really sore. And, like, you know what? I, I'm not going to, like, go down the route of, like, oh, you know, like, my body's all weak and stuff because I've definitely been sad about that before. What I'm sad okay. about is people people asking me why I'm limping all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people are like, oh, Tim, you're injured, you're fucking limping. And I want to turn around and just be like, you don't fucking care. Like, why the hell are you asking me if I'm limping unless – I, you know what? I should just like make up a story about why I'm limping. And, like, you know what? The other day, uh, I was riding in the car with my grandmother. You know, my grandmother, she doesn't see so well anymore. You know, <laughs> we, we, we don't really want her to drive, but we want her to have freedom. So, you know, sometimes we give her a shot. And, you know, she was, uh, she was just sitting in the parking lot. You know, I, I had it, I had it in park. I said, like, don't do anything till I get back. And, and then all of a sudden I see the car rolling, you know, and I'm going for it. You know, I just like I run out and and over the course of this, this whole interaction, you know, I get my foot caught up underneath oh, one of the wheels oh, and she runs it right over. Uh, and then I'm like, Grandma, what are you doing? And like she gets out and she fucking kicks me in the knee. And that's why I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm flipping. Not from getting my foot rolled over by a car, but my grandma kicked me yeah. in the knee. <laughs> She saw. She thought I was a stranger coming to assault her. She didn't even realize it was me. She has dementia. It's very sad. She could, yeah, that's, that's the sad part. Yeah, she's, she's got, got dementia. dementia. Don't worry about me. She's dying. <laughs> and now you just reminded me of it. I'm going to have to take the rest of the day off. I'm too sad to work with the public. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jimmy? Why are you sad? I am sad because... You know what? I'm not even fucking sad. I'm not sad. I'm not sad. You want to know why I'm not sad? Be- I'm not sad because... I I had all of last week off. And so, like, I haven't been, like, listening to the news or, like, reading sad articles. I've just been doing all the fun shit that I like, which is, like, yeah. Dungeons and & Dragons and painting little Gasland cars and playing the new Super Smash game, you know? And yeah. it was great. I mean, I guess I could be sad that I have to go back to work and I can't do those things anymore. But at the same time, I was, like, killing my body, getting, like, six hours of sleep and uh, just drinking coffee all day so you know what i'm also kind of happy to go back to (laughs) normal schedule and getting eight hours of sleep so you know right now i'm doing pretty good yeah i love coffee oh it's so good dude if i didn't have coffee like (laughs) pass pass on pass on living that's great well, I'm glad you had a fun yeah, time. Not, not to not to brag, but you know, I had a good time. But I, you know, I I'm not gonna like fake say something I'm sad about that I'm not sad about. Yeah, yeah. Besides, like all the things we talked about in the last hour, I'm sad about all that shit. But you know, outside of that, I'm great. nine-year-olds killing themselves you know i'm fine i'm I'm a fully functioning human being i'm fine yeah (laughs) i'm just gonna compartmentalize that 
in a little part of my brain that I only think about when I'm trying to go to bed at night. Oh, dude, it's so true. <laughs> oh, it just like opens up. It's like that's like the fucking latch. It's just like I'm awake, I'm conscious. I like I've got the latch. The latch is great. It's keeping it all in there. And as soon as like you like try to go to sleep, like that latch just fucking falls off. It's like, Ugh. yeah. Here's the thing to be trying not to think about for the last 24 hours. Yeah, like let's let's uh let's nail this out real quick. It seems like it's something you really want to remember. Yeah. It's like <laughs> so, damn it, no, no, why? Dick bag brain, like stop. <laughs> so bad. Why? Oh. It's the worst. All right. Well, with all that in mind, if uh, you all have any uh, comments, concerns, disparaging remarks, or otherwise that you'd like to share with us, be sure to email us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment, and you can send us a message to there. Or you can tweet at us at CynicEmpowerMe1. And we would love to hear from you. Hear from you. Excellent. That'd be great. Yeah, please do. Uh, we're, we're building a little community, you know. Like, you guys tell us what you think. We include mm-hmm. it on future episodes. Yep. Uh, we talk about what you want to talk about. Um, That's right. Facts. We're, we validate you, and you validate us, right? By uh, you, you sending us stuff and sending it to us. We can, you know, comment it, mention it, acknowledge it, and it's like, oh, wow, these people that are making this stupid podcast thing care about what I have to say. And then, you yep. know, us, you, you by, like, messaging us, it validates us, like, oh, wow, people actually give two fucks about what we have to say. That's right. So, um, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a little happy, fun time community. It's a uh, consensual symbiosis, unlike right. duck rape. Unlike duck rape. Yeah. Not good. So... Everybody, you keep your head up, and we will catch you next time. That's right, everybody. We will catch you next time. With our corkscrew penises. Our corkscrew penises in tow. That's the sound of a corkscrew penis. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't want to associate it with that. No. No. (laughs) Why that? Why? It's twisty. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> God damn it. You know what's weird? Lemons. When you shove them up your butthole.